0: Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Open your mouth and release your praises to him. Tell him, Lord, I want you to be enthroned in every area of my life. I don't want to leave anything vacant where your throne is not established. I want you to be the one reigning on the highest place of my heart. And Jesus, we enthrone you. Go to Mark chapter 4, verse 33 and 34 with many such um, parables he spoke the word to them as they were able to hear it he did not speak to them without a parable but privately to his own disciples he explained everything okay okay Lord, we thank you for this grace. Amen. Because I was praying and I made a statement saying that God is going to take us from the outer court to the inner chambers. Did anybody hear that? So I'm wondering how will somebody go into the inner chambers? Not everybody has access. Only few have. So I'm touching that same word. With many such parables, he spoke the word to them, that is to the people in the crowd, right? Jesus ministered to the people in the crowd and he gave them parables as they were able to hear it. Meaning he only spoke the kind of parables which they could process. He didn't give them even a higher dimension of parables. He only gave what they could Understand, that's a good word. He did not speak to them without a parable. Aish, imagine me always talking to all of you in parables. My son won't spare me then. You know, he's going to tell me what do you mean, you know. He did not speak to them without a parable. Hey, people online, you you hear this? Jesus spoke to all the other people outside with parables. They're like, what did he just say? He doesn't make any sense. He's not talking straight. He's he's mixing up everything. I don't know what's wrong with this prophet. But this is what the rest of the scripture says. But privately to his own disciples, he explained everything. Wow. You see, now, for the crowd outside, he only spoke in parables. But to his disciples... Privately, he explained everything. Lord, we pray that we will come to this place in our life where the kingdom of God is not in parable to us, but it is clear that we begin to understand your ways. We begin to understand how you function. We begin to understand your heart. We begin to understand your movements of the spirit. And we are not left behind in the general population outside, but we are brought inside where you, through your spirit, I'm praying with all of you, Mm -hmm. that you will make it so clear to us that we will know it is left or it is right, it is straight or it is back. Mm -hmm. You shall speak a thing in our ears and we shall know it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, my comparison Should start from right here. Jesus is beautiful and mysterious. Not everybody could comprehend him. Wow. If you say, oh, if only Jesus was here, everything will be all right really i'm provoking you guys okay some people say oh if jesus was only here with me everything would be all right the the question is he can be with you and he's actually with us through the holy spirit but i'm talking about the olden days just to provoke all of you if he was really with us is he so easy to comprehend him the bible is saying he only spoke in parables to everybody Please, it's not me saying, it's not me. So only the few to whom he spoke directly and plainly, those are the ones who gave us the Bible. Actually, they had to take notes diligently, you know, write down, this is what he said, this is what he said through the Holy Spirit. They had to capture everything with every bit of their understanding. And now it is given to us on a plate called Bible. But for the rest, please think with me, But for the rest of the Jews or the Pharisees or the scribes or whatever you call them, Judeans or whatever, they were all like, this guy is mysterious. This guy is spooky. Mm -hmm. He comes here, he raises the dead, he gives the eyesight to the blind and to my pastors and leaders, he says, you are all brood of vipers, you are this and that. And he comes to these people and says, you are the child of the devil, the father of lies. Mm -hmm. Hey, is this joke coming across well or no? He's like, to some, he's like, and we are confused. Who is this man? And we see the bunch of 12 guys following him. Fishermen. Crazy guys. And these are his disciples and he's doing all these things. And they are one day here, one day there. A rolling stone that gathers no mass like that. They're not stable anywhere. They're gone everywhere. What is their business? What are... And it looks like wherever they go, they create riots. They create uh, questions, you know, like they do all crazy things. So people were really confused in his time. Oh, and out of all that, there were the 5,000, there was the 4,000, then there was a 72. Now let's talk about, see, I'm just flowing with what God is giving me. Please, you have to really believe this. I didn't come prepared for a text, okay? So God has a mannerism Mm. to make you miss him Mm. even though he's there with you. Okay, one more time. God has a way on purpose to make you miss him even though he's with you. Mm. Too scary. Mm -hmm. You can say, no, no, it's not true. But it is the kind of Jesus and it is more in exponential ways when he's the glorified one through the Holy Spirit. Have you ever thought, why do you feel the presence of God only when you worship? I'm provoking you. I'm really like stepping on your toes, you know, and make you think. Why do you feel the presence of God only sometimes? Why? Because that's the time you focus on him. Simple. But it's not simple. Because that's the only time you're becoming aware of him. When you worship is when you're letting down your flesh to stop focusing on everything. You're stopping like a tap of your flesh. And then you're telling your spirit man, seek God. And then all of a sudden he's found. And then you're crying, you're weeping, your heart is getting healed. All of this happening just because you became aware of him. But what if I tell you, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, he who dwells. The last time I read that scripture and the last time I'm telling you guys, it doesn't say that there are doors to it. Okay, okay, I, I'll take you slow. It doesn't mean God is saying you have a door to open and then come in. He's basically saying, he who dwells. Mm. You, we are going somewhere. You and I are the ones who create doors and layers to the presence of Jesus. Wow. Come on, one more time. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, he who dwells, God is not saying, I make you dwell. It is not God's initiative, it's your initiative. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, meaning it is you who goes to the secret place to dwell. It's your choice. He didn't say he who passes through Illinois to some other state to which is Indiana to there and then comes here, then he gets the access. He did not say that. He basically said he who dwells, meaning you and I have the choice to dwell in the secret place of God, which he has put no doors to it, no limitations to it, but it is you lord jesus give us the grace to understand this language it is you who has decided how much of the presence of god you and i enter yeah. that's why i make that statement if you only feel presence of god during worship that means that is how much we are aware of in that given point of time what if our life could tilt to the place where we are at home, in the inner chambers with him all the time. Yes. My goodness, my hands are shivering. That is what I meant by these twelve crazy guys having access to the unlimited Jesus, with the rest of the 5,000 eating fish and bread, but have no access to this real deal. You're, you're seeing my language. Okay, let, okay, let, let me bring you back. I, I'm taking you somewhere. Let's look at these 5,000 people, excluding women and children, okay? It's just the men. That's what the Bible counted those days. Um, They followed Jesus for a period of time. I have to again dig those scriptures. They stayed with him the whole um, day or three days, up to three days, right? In one instance. And he, the Lord said to his disciples, please feed them. No, no. One of them came and said, "Lord, send them home. They have not eaten for three days. Now we we have to feed them. We can't. We don't have enough money to buy for these people. So send them home." And the Lord turns and says, "Why don't you feed them?" Mm -hmm. Okay, and uh, you know that rest of the story, right? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And Jesus multiplied the fish and the bread. And he fed it to everybody. He did a live miracle in front of everybody. Okay. Now the question is, they all ate an amazing dinner or I don't know the time, but I think it's supper. They ate an amazing supper. So they all ate an amazing, fantastic meal. Fish and bread. Okay. Everything is done. Now, the Bible says, after that, Jesus said bye-bye to them and they all left. My question is, why didn't they follow him further? Yeah, maybe they had family, they have kids, they had work, jobs, everything. But I'm thinking those 5,000 were never part of the 72. There's a filtration that's happening. The 5,000 only experienced the miracles please i'm taking you somewhere they experienced the miracles of jesus they got to watch it Mm -hmm. they got to experience it they got to be part of a miracle manna from heaven but after they were filled their appetite okay I'm stepping on your toes. Get ready. Just put on your seatbelts. After that, feeding, eating, everything was done. They were like, oh, he broke bread and it all multiplied. Glory. And they all eat and they all ate. And then the Lord said, bye bye. And they left. Mm -hmm. But there were 72 who did not leave after the miracle of bread or fish or whatever. Mm -hmm. They had to sacrifice greater and the pursuit was greater it caused discomfort in what way they had to rearrange their lives to follow this crazy son of god listen i i'm I'm just giving you i'm trying to give you the blueprint of god's mannerisms and from there they had to do a greater sacrifice in terms of valuing him Mm -hmm. than the fish and the bread they got. They had to pursue him. Mm -hmm. Beyond the miracle they experienced. They had to pursue him beyond the miracles they wanted. They had to say, yes, Lord, I got what I came for. But I won't stop here. Lord, glory, you gave me the best fish fry, you know, bread. But that doesn't kill my pursuit of you. I'm going to go deeper than this. Is there more of you beyond this? Mm -hmm. And those are the times you will surely push through the 5,000 to become the 72. Now, let me give you the difference between the 5000 and the 72. The 72 got sent out with the miracle working power. Quick difference. The kingdom of God works in quick differences. The quick difference is the 5000's pursuit ended with their lunch and supper and they disappeared. But the seventy-two pursuit took them a little more deeper to be called the followers. And their pursuit resulted in what? to do the miracles what the others experienced come on come on come on come on i i i am i'm challenging you and challenging myself so is your god my god the god works miracles for you and me or is the definite oh my goodness do you feel where i'm going is Okay, let me see Reset. Is the definition of the God you carry is the one who does miracles for you yeah. or the definition of God you carry is the one who does miracles through you? Come on, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Who will tell you, I'm going to send you two by two. Go. And they, you can come back and say, I saw Satan falling from sky like lightning. And he yeah. says blessed are you because your name is written in the book of life wow come on open your mouth and tell lord this is this is a matter of our heart you know yes we start our journey with god with the needs we have but there needs to come a point where we say, i push beyond the need once the need is met, I'm not going to leave you, Lord. That is why, uh, that is why he's, when he was being crucified, there was none found. Because their need was their God. I pray that we will become a bunch of people, not for name or fame or anything, which will come because that's how God works. When the anointing increases, everything gravitates around you. That, that's bound to happen. But our objective is not our need. Our objective doesn't stop us with the need. Our objective goes beyond the need. Our objective goes to the very inner chamber of the Lord. So what is this root? To the inner chamber. You Yes, you came in to see a miracle for you. But after the miracle has come, you say, thank you, Lord. I put it in my pocket. It's in my house. It's in my yeah. hands. It's in my head. It's in my, on my body. It's in my house. You have blessed me. But now with that, I'm going one more step deeper. I will not let you go. This pursuit will release a plain conversation from Jesus in layers. Let me explain what I just said. At the 5,000 5, level of crowd following, you still have a parabolic Jesus. I'm just making up words, okay? <laughs> just me with me. This is my version of... He, all they heard was in parables. Now, when it comes to 72, now his language has become little more clearer, little more filtered, little more plain. Now he's giving them instructions. He's telling them, go... Do this, go, do that. Now, what happens when it comes to the 12? Before, even before we go there, who stopped the 5000 to come to the 72? No one. They were their own filtration system. What I'm trying to do today, I know now the objective where the Holy Spirit is taking us. I want to remove caps of your spirituality. I want to remove the caps of your pursuit with God. Can somebody say amen to that? I want to remove the caps of my pursuit of God. Am I praying to God for fasting and weeping and rolling and really hungry for him just because I need one thing? Or is my pursuit of God beyond that? As simple as my language sounds, this is the defining factor of the ones who become the carriers of his secrets. Because the inner chambers are not for everybody. Yet the inner chamber has no doors. Oof, do, you, do, you, do you understand? What I, yet the inner chambers has no like saying you, 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 you're disqualified. It doesn't say that. It is up to you and to me. We decide our own journey into the inner chamber. We come here and we say, okay, I am done with this. I'm going back. Jesus will never say, come, come, come. He has already said that. He waits on you. To come into him. Now that is why. When his disciples had this kind of proximity. That they could say. Like. um, Lord. What did you mean? And he would just plainly tell them. This is what I meant. In today's context. What does that mean? It is the Holy Spirit's. Dimension in your life. To the extent where you're not sitting and guessing anything. You're just talking and he plainly tells you, this is what I mean for you. Now tell me, I want to provoke you with that kind of intimacy with God. What can stop you in life? What you need to do is you need to uncap yourself. That's what I mean. Yes, that's the word. You need to unlid, uncap yourself and say, Lord, this need is there in my life, but I'm telling you today, even after this need is met, I am not gonna leave you. I am not gonna be left behind. I'm coming with you, Lord. I'm coming into the very secret place, which is for me to be at your feet. Come on, everybody. Secrets are for those who are in the inner chamber with Him lord don't make us a part of the crowd come on people i want you to pray with me tonight lord don't make me the part of the crowd no 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 I don't want to be part of a crowd, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Something is happening tonight here. It's not screaming, shouting, but something else is happening right now. He gave me a secret right now as I'm trying to hear him. You know, I told you to say, Lord, I don't want to be part of a crowd. You know why he's making you say that? Now, now I want you to just think and imagine these things with me. When there was a crowd following Jesus, it says that people were thronging, Right? Thronging in the sense, pushing him. Wherever he was going, he had crowds touching him. There's no distance physically. You you get it? They were rubbing shoulders with him. Pushing him. It's as if like he's coming and a crowd is carrying him. And yet that one lady, I'm provoking you tonight. That one lady with the issue of blood. She comes and touches him you know this story i know this story and the bible says power power went out of his body i want to provoke you did jesus release the power no he turned back and said who touched me and then disciples started laughing and said lord is this a joke you see the crowd is pushing you, thronging you and they're like literally carrying you forward and you ask us who touched me? He said, no. And the woman came trembling. Listen, her touch to him grabbed hold of the power that is within him. He did not release the power. She did not need his permission she drew the power out of him one more time he did not release the power, the glory she did not ask him the permission, Lord receiving, I want to receive your power, your glory, she did not have the dialogue with him Neither did she grab it to take his permission from him. She just, as if like she drew out the power out of him because the way she approached him. When I say, Lord, I don't want to be part of a crowd. What I mean is, I don't want to be part of that crowd which has no revelation of what they can get from him. But can you graduate to be like that lady who can say, I will draw power out of him without even his permission? You see the different layers of Jesus here. He's not the way we think he, 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 he functioned. He functioned in a very, very, very different way. Wow. Yet, When all the disciples came to the inner chamber, he told them, this is what it means. Today's sermon, today's word is challenging your walk with God. The way you feel his presence, the way you draw from his presence, the way you go to him in the inner chamber is all up to us let this become a revelation let this become a revelation one more time let this become a revelation to you that your spiritual life can be uncapped lord we depend on you right now we depend on you we depend on you right now we depend on you This is why the Lord continues to make statements which are contrary to everything that we think sometimes. You know something, your sacrifice, how much you value him, how much you value him is the value of him that flows into you. How much you value this Jesus is the value of him that flows into you.